This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Very good morning to you, David. Good morning, Brian. How are we going? Big uh, shutdown in Auckland. Uh, that's going to cause some economic problems, I should imagine. Yeah, massive shutdown. Um, it's, uh, I just don't know why. We've, we've had a year and we still put you know, the biggest population, the biggest economy at risk. Um, you know, there are other other international ports that, you know, airports that people could come into the country, and um, you know, all these cases directly come from an airport. Seems like. Um, so, you know, it's not as if it's coming off surfaces and all that sort of stuff. That there are nice excuses that go around. Um, you know, there, there's always that possibility, but it's, it's yeah. few and far between. It's basically the airport, um, people con- people to people contact there, and. Um, I just don't know why after a year we're still flying people in and out of Auckland Airport. It makes you wonder. I've got uh, neighbours just left uh, me and uh, they're going over to work in Melbourne and they were supposed to be flying out yesterday, I think it was. So I imagine that they're still stuck here. Well, they probably won't get, because they won't be able to get through the borders to the airport. That'll be their problem unless they're already in Auckland. I think they were, yeah. Yeah, so they might still be able to go. But you know why? Why are we putting our our biggest economy at risk? It's just, um, uh, yeah, we've had a year. Um, you know, there's a, we could have set up facilities at other airports if we really needed to. Yep. Um, you know, and you know there are other big cities that have airports that can cater for international tourists. Mm. And um, you know, I just um, yeah, I, I think we've taken too much of a risk there as a country. Yeah. And. Um, you know, this, this is not something that's just going to go away. You know, I, I think everything's on the basis that, oh, once we vaccinate everybody and all that stuff, we'll be all hunky-dory and we'll go back to that. We've got no proof that that's actually going to be the case. Um, and so in the meantime, we should be taking the, the strongest steps we can to protect our, our country. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said this could go on for 10 years. <laughs> it's frightening yeah. a bit. Well, but you don't know. It might you don't. And all those things and that... But, you know, New Zealand's slightly different from many other countries in the sense that, you know, we've got one very big city yep. and then a whole host of medium or smaller cities. And yep. um, you know, it's not like Australia where you've got Sydney and Melbourne that are equal size. Mm. And, uh, you know, you see what's happened over there. Uh, I just don't see why we put Auckland at risk every day. It doesn't seem a reasonable idea, but th- there we are. I certainly am not going anywhere near Auckland <laughs> at the moment anyway, and uh, I suppose that's the case with a lot of people. But uh, we've got to get on with it, and I suppose that... Uh, what about the MPs that live in Auckland? Do they fly down to Wellington or, or what? Well, there's no parliament this week, so that's oh, not okay. really All right. so much of an issue. Um, yeah, and, and Auckland itself is a massive city, you know, so... Yeah chances up there are pretty slight I'd say but yeah they've, they've got to do the lockdown and that's how it works yeah um so um yeah it's just one of those things that you know it, it's it, it'd be extremely frustrating for anyone in business up there um yeah and even people traveling up yesterday you know you heard stories of four or five hours waiting yeah. to get through checkpoints um yeah I think I think the way the um the uh, lockdown was announced, and you know, six o'clock the next morning. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it was particularly.
really a, a good way of doing it. I think, you know, if it had gone to, say, lunchtime or something, it would have let a lot more people travel that had to get back and things like that. But when you exactly. do a hard and fast one straight in the morning, then, you know, you're going to have big yeah. queues all day and yeah, you know, people like, you know, stock trucks and that don't have a chance to rejig their timetables, you know. I think if you had, um, just imagine in your car and you've got three kids in the back seat and you don't have to sit there for eight hours, it just yeah. doesn't uh, drive, I would go... No, and, you, and you're going home, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, there'd be some people that, yeah, they're trying to stop that might be going and talking that it's not their home, but, you know, in the end, that's probably not our greatest risk, it's, it's probably if we had a bit more time there, I think you probably would have got it through, and... and you're not going to lose anything in those five or six hours because the thing is, anyone that really wanted to go would have gone through the middle of the night anyway as well. So, yep. you know, I think just give a bit more time, take a bit of pressure off families and things like that would have been a bit better. Well, we'll have to wait and see how it works out. And uh, we're on lockdown too, which means that there's certain things we've got to do and uh, so forth. Yeah. Um, now, the other thing was this Air New Zealand engineering for uh, Saudi Arabia. That's come out of the blue. Um, but... Uh, how bad is it? Well, I don't think it's that bad. You know, the, the, it's one of those things that, you know, it seems like it was a middle management decision. And, um, you know, they were probably trying to make some money. And, uh, you know, in the end, you got the, did the wrong client, you, mm. you could say. And, um, and um, there's been a bit of public outroar. So, <laughs> but um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it down as a big issue. I think it's just one of those things that happens. Um, yep. You know, we could, we could say everything we do, you know, with a, you know, technology services that are provided or food services we provide around the world. Yep. Yeah, um, they might all have a degree of association with something that somebody doesn't like. Um, so, you know, where do you draw that line? You know, not everything in the world is perfect and harmonious. And uh, to think that, you know, uh, we um, don't play our part in whatever right. we do and where we trade and that, then... I think you might be a bit naive of how the world operates. <laughs> well, I, I thought uh, they, since uh, Biden took over as a president, it's quietened down in America anyway. And uh, I see that uh, the uh, Trump was living in a, a uh, I think, a big thing that he owns, but he's told he can't live there. So things have changed and uh, quietened down from America's point of view. Uh, I'm not so sure. Uh, <laughs> <but> probably. <laughs> uh, you know, they've still got massive issues around COVID and all that. And well, that's true. So, yeah. yeah um, so, I, yeah, there's always that settling down period, of, you know, post-election where people aren't so worried about politics either. Right. You know, it comes about two or three years later, I think there'll be some questions asked around what he's doing. So, yeah, and he hasn't really had much time to do any policies as no, yet. So no, I think you're probably in that honeymoon phase a bit, you know, and everyone <laughs> just uh, goes through that. So... And, and especially in the political environment that first six months you know there's not a lot that really goes on so right. um yeah i think he's just it's just that transition that you're going on uh, yeah you you watch the news over there and say two years time when the, if the economy's not starting to come right then um yeah there'll be a lot of questions asked and so it'll go on again yes yeah. he, i thought he was very game at 78 taking it on i just know well it's a big call <laughs> Um, but they have had a history, and uh, Trump was no spring chicken either. No, he's about seventy-four. So, um, yeah. They have had a like Reagan was pretty old when he went in, so yeah. they sort of go between one or the other. It's sort of the Kennedy, Obama, or you know, <laughs> Reagan sort of yeah. Biden sort of. They, they do like the extremes. 
<laughs> yeah, I think Obama was about in his 40s, wasn't he, or something like that. But, uh, yeah, so he's yeah. probably one of the younger ones. So um, whereas yeah. I think the British probably, you know, you could say that they've probably had a lot, like Tony Blair and David yeah. Cameron and that, they've had probably a combination of younger ones, you know. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yes, indeed. Well, you can't be a president unless you're 35 plus. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that the rule, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to be 35. You can't uh, stand otherwise. Then, yeah. There we go. There's a bit of an issue here from a woman from the Middle East. I think she's been living in Australia before she went, but she's got a New Zealand passport. Should we let her in? Oh, you mean the terrorist lady? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think she has a New Zealand passport. That's the thing. Was well, that so, right? I, I understood she did, but anyway. No, I think she's a New Zealand citizen. Yeah. And um, she's been out of the country so long that the passport would have expired, I would oh, imagine, right, if she, even okay. if she did have one. Yeah. Um, so my understanding was that she didn't have a passport um, and they'd have to grant her a passport to let her in. She's, my understanding is definitely a citizen, though. Um, so, you know, I, like in the end of the day, it's not really if she's got a passport or not that to make a decision whether they're going to take it back or not. Right. And, um, yeah, I can't see why you'd take it back. Um, I know people say about the children and all that, and that's true. But, um, you know, and sometimes people make decisions that have an effect on their families. And, mm-hmm. um, and she's made a pretty big decision. And, um, yeah, I just don't think we have any obligation to take her back. Fair enough. Some years ago, a few years back, uh, four girls left England and went, uh, I think there's three of them have been killed, and uh, one of them wants to go back to England, and they don't, they don't want her back either, so um, you take yeah, your well, risks. It's, it's a pretty big call, you know, you go yeah, across the world, you, yep. you know you're not going into, you know, the Hilton, you know, it's, <laughs> um, it's pretty rough there, yep, yep. And, um, and you're going to basically, you know, um, kill our soldiers, you know, mm, that's mm. effectively what they were doing, and, yep. um, you know, and then expect to come home. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. I, I agree with you there, David. Well, I don't think it's a tough one. I think the answer is no. <laughs> Fair enough. And yeah. uh, so there's no parliament this week, and uh, you're going back next week, obviously. Anything yeah. anything in the air that you would like to talk about at this moment? Well, I think COVID will be the centre of next week's parliamentary yep. session because... Yeah, there's got to be some questions around enforcement of those lockdowns. Um, it seems like one family had uh, broken the lockdown rules and met another family, and that other family has now been the one that has been infecting people with the work going to work after they've had a test and that. So, yeah, I think there's some pretty loose attitudes there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's all right locking us all down and being tough at this end. But surely we should also be tough at this stage where we do get a community case and uh, the people around that are there is vigilance about making sure they do what they're told and yeah. um, and what they should be doing. So mm. um, I think there'll be questions there around whether that actually did occur properly. Yeah. Um, I think there should be some questions around the border too. Um, it's crazy, those those uh, res- you know, the queues that people had to go through yesterday and, yeah. and that. So... Yeah, I think there'll be some response issues that, um, you know, will come up in Parliament and in questioning. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts.
This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.